You can go in almost any any gym, any martial arts gym. There is no, I don't think, unless unless the the guy's a douche, which is very rare that there's douches that own fucking MMA gyms. Except anyway. like karate schools. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, guys? Podcast number eight of the Hit or Miss podcast with Matthew Skellorn, your host, aka moi. How's it going, man? Um, yeah, there's so much to cover. I mean, I'm I'm gonna start by by doing my first ever ad read, so I can like officially say, you know, like how like these these professional podcasts who who actually have a lot of listeners and stuff, like they say like this episode is brought to you by, and then they just go on they fucking they're sponsored by Monster and shit, but I have my first sponsor, so I can officially say that this episode is sponsored by, and then I could go ahead with my sponsor. So I'm gonna restart, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it that way because it's like my first time, and uh, and I'm actually not gonna be reading it. I'm gonna kind of go with the flow, but because uh, because I know this company. But this episode is brought to you by Graver Precision. Yes, this company basically does stickers, banners. Uh, they grave medals like for trophies, so they they get a lot of batches of trophies when sports were still allowed to be played, and there was champions championship stuff going on um, for hockey, soccer, any team sport you name it, any solo sport you name it. Uh, they can personally engrave like the name of whoever won that trophy. Um, and again, like I said, stickers you could do stickers on your car for like ads. Uh, so like for example. For example, they they would do type of things where you, you see like plumbers who have like their own companies and, and they have their own truck. Then you can have like specific stickers showing the number and, and the, the company logo and, and, and whatnot. So yeah, and uh, there, that, that link will be below. It's www.graverprecision.com. Um, the spelling will be below obviously as well with the link. And uh, yeah, man. And they also did uh, stickers for me. For my logo and my um, my face that was drawn out by my best friend. And uh, I got a lot of them. So whoever's listening, if ever you guys want a sticker, hit me up on Instagram or wherever. And uh, I'll, I'll get a few stickers to you 100%. No matter where you are in the world. Because I know I have my friends from the Netherlands listening to this. Um, let me know if you guys want one. And I, I will gladly um, mail it to you guys. So yeah. Go check them out, and I'm I'm so happy to have a first sponsor. It's it's awesome, and uh, yeah. So on this on this episode, I do have a guest, and um, just briefly before introducing my guest, I just want to cover the main event, uh, not the main event, but just the whole UFC 259 main card. I'm not going to go through each and every fight um, because I did preview it with uh, Nick Caldereri last week. Man, if you go listen to that episode last week, every fight on that main card, I was right. You would have made money if you listened to me. I didn't bet on my predictions as well because, dude, sometimes sometimes I could completely fuck it up. But uh, I, I felt like I analyzed all these fights, this like very, um, what's the word? Just so, so not religiously, but I, I did a lot of research before making predictions on this fight. And... Uh, uh, it reaped the rewards. I mean, not not monetary, but just pride, <laughs> just in terms of pride. But uh, and the only one that that was kind of off was the Aljo one, because he was clearly losing that fight toward the end. Uh, he he was losing the fight, but because he was illegally need and couldn't continue to fight, uh, Jan lost by DQ disqualification, and that ultimately made Aljo the new bantamweight champion. So um. If you were to still bet for Aljo, you would have made your money. But uh, but they'll they'll have to run it back as soon as possible. So I just wanted to briefly talk about that. On this episode, I have uh, Jad Abu Arjali. Again, I hope I say it. I hope I say it correct. You'll hear in the intro that um, that I either fucked it up, but apparently I, I did well compared to most people who try to say his last name. But uh, yeah, he is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt, 
I find this blue belt is questionable. He says that he's he's far from far from being at, at the top of the ladder, and I get it. I mean, that's that's the mentality you need to have as as a martial artist. Um, but we talk a lot about how it's how it's inaccessible to work out and and train the way we want to train at this point in time here in Montreal, with the lockdown and and all the major restrictions still being put into place due to COVID nineteen, and um, and we just talk about how it affects mental health and. And just um, a very, a very interesting conversation on these topics specifically. So yeah, I mean, without any further ado, I'll go ahead and pass it on over to uh, my conversation with Chad, and I'll be back with you guys right after. All right, so now I'm joined by uh, Jad Abu Arjeli because yeah. I think that's the way I say it. I fucking <laughs> think that's the way I said it. I practiced hey, so many times in front of my girlfriend. She was also was, uh... she had no idea, but you know. That was a good try, bro. That was better than a lot of my professors at school. That was better than a lot of my professors yeah. at school. But at least I only up. have to. At least I only have to say it once. Uh, exactly. Then after then that, I'll just say Jad. Exactly, bro. <laughs> uh, but you're training currently out of uh, TriStar. Well, exactly. I mean, like on paper, I guess now it's it's uh, we're not allowed to train, right? During the pandemic, we haven't been training at all. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really rough, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I train. I try to compete out of try. Like when I compete, I compete out of TriStar. And uh, yeah, it's uh, for as a hobby. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But blue belt out of TriStar. <laughs> yeah, blue blue belt. So Jad is a blue belt at jujitsu. But like, if you actually roll with him, it's not true. So don't, <laughs> don't let the color of the belt fool you. Uh, no, it's... this motherfucker is like he's 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 a black belt, but you know he just keeps blue. No, no, I guess because no. it's his favorite color or something. No, I'm far. If you actually go to TriStar Bowl, you'll roll with legit black belts. You'll see, bro, I have a long way to go. But like, I think because of the pandemic, I've been through a lot of injuries, my surgeries, stuff like that. Like, I just uh, and I don't really stress about belts, you know. I just try to compete. I just want to compete, you know. I didn't really care about stress. I just go try to get better at jiu-jitsu, try to roll with as many people as I can. If I go to ADCC, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, you're a blue belt. They're yeah, going to be yeah. like, oh, just go over there and fight this guy, you know. It's only no, at, like, that's true. Yeah, I, so. I think that's the way to put it. That if you truly want to get better at anything, like, you just have to view it that way and not just yeah. think of the um, cosmetics or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah man. Sure. So, so how 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 is how's uh, dealing with COVID though? How how is that whole situation like? It's been a year now, bro. We've we've spoken about it, you know, like through Instagram, through messages and stuff. Like, it's not the easiest thing, especially for guys, I guess, like uh, me and you. Like, mm-hmm. we're very like uh, we're very into like releasing our energy through sports, through going out, through we're into like. We are into like the same, you know, like self, so, like socialize, you know, just be- yeah. Also, yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Be with people, have conversations. You know yeah. how long it's been? How long has it been since we've sat down and had like a, a dinner or like oh, a I know or watch mm-hmm. watch the UFC together? Watch, you know what I mean? Like all the little things we used to take for granted. Now they're uh, they're like uh, they're like ah, oh, if only I could have a little bit of that, you know. Just know, a little and, bit. And we want it so bad now. It's like, it's so it's, bad, you, so you, bad. You put it well, man, where it's like we took all that for granted, I feel, because now it's like we'll fucking kill to make that happen. Dude, like, uh, imagine we used to go to like, uh, like, you know, we're from the same part of town. Like, we used to go to like uh, Saint Tropez. We would go to like any, any restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, for a UFC, Conor McGregor versus Khabib, you would go over, you know what I mean? Like, anything would have been like, tremendous know, to see you know it's tough man it's it's tough it's tough mentally it's tough missing uh, training you know like one of the one of my go-to things to keep me sane was well the only thing that, well <laughs> one of the main things that would keep me sane was Brazilian jiu-jitsu you know what I mean like uh it's like uh the the biggest uh, release you could have as a as an yeah. athlete as a competitor as a as somebody who trains jiu-jitsu as somebody who who's uh, into sports, like the release that you have after training of all that negative energy, like you can go throughout your day, never stress, never worry about anything. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're never anxious in the car. Like if you're driving, if somebody cuts you off, you're not in a bad, now somebody cuts you off. You're like, Oh my that's, God. That's what? so true, man. That's, you, yeah. that, that's so true because I could feel that too. I, I don't, I don't even drive as much. I don't need to drive as much right now. The job that I have currently is on, it's from home. So I'm always home. I have school at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, How's that? How's school at home? 
dude, school at home sucks, especially especially in, in the industry that I'm in. I'm in journalism, and dude, to be honest, I don't even know if I want to be a journalist. But I love, I love, I love the learning aspect of of it, and especially this. Like starting this podcast was by far one of the best things that I've ever done because the best thing of journalism, in, in my opinion, is to speak to people and and understand who they are, and just learn every day. I mean. See, like now I get people that I, I know so far, but next week I'm getting a pharmacist on the podcast and we're going to try to talk about vaccines. Should do that. I'm stressed. And, but you, but I, <laughs> I have no but idea I what the fuck I'm going to talk about, you know, but it's, <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's going to be so interesting. I'll have so much fucking dumb questions. I'll look like an but, idiot, but, but bro, like, you know, like me and you, like, uh, we're huge Joe Rogan fans, like not to use it as a cliche, but he started off exactly the same way. You know, yeah. he would get people get people he didn't get people he knew obviously his friends his it would make funny content and then he would get smart people exactly. and then he would be the dumb one and then he would listen and be like uh i'm, uh, I'm trying uh, to use that formula dude i'm trying to but bro i'm like, not I, trying to copy or anything but i'm just trying to I, honestly i'm sure i'm sure he doesn't even mind if you copy just doing your own thing you can't even copy you're, you're matthew no, you know exactly. what i mean like exactly you're not you're not joe rogan you know <laughs> No, but but obviously his type of approach to a podcast is is what I find the most intriguing because but it, it's just the fact that I can do whatever the fuck that I want. I can I can say fuck. I'm allowed yeah. to say fuck. <laughs> you, you, know? you know me like I swear and I'm I haven't swear like I'm just not used to being able to swear if somebody's talking to you. You know what I mean? I you're know. Like trying to, yeah, and you're like, bro, me, I don't give a fuck too. You know, <laughs> the way like saying it on a saying it in front of his like I don't know. It's like I think it's like taboo. Like the thing that yeah. we've been like, you know what I mean? But who cares? It's your show. You do whatever the fuck you want, Matthew. I know that that's that's what I love about the about the freedom of communication. Obviously, if I go if I in the industry that I'm in, like I have a lot of people. Well, not I have a lot of people, but I know a lot of people who aim to be uh, actual sports journalists or Ooh. or Ooh. in politics and and stuff like that. And that's cool. We need these type of people. But I I mean I. F- I feel like the reason you would go into podcasts is to not have the script, right? It's like literally the opposite of that. But then again, let's say it's a, let me give you an example. Like, uh, like let's say fighting UFC, right? Mm-hmm. Is then wouldn't it be amazing to be able to cover the UFC for like a real legit journal team? Like, yeah. imagine like I'm not into journalism. Somebody yeah. calls me right now. He's like, hey, you're covering the UFC for uh, I don't know, like RDS. I'd be like, what? Yeah, well, hundred percent. Right now, that's the difference. Like that. So yeah. if it would be on, if it would be anything combat sports related, bro, direct, man. I'm not gonna fucking yeah. swear anymore. What about what about hockey? Even if hockey calls you, let's say the I'm hockey, that it's just hockey. I just I don't care, man. Uh-huh. Dude, it's just so for me. It's so funny you're saying that. It's so funny you're saying that. Like so I had boring. this conversation with my brother. My brother is a humongous like hockey fan, and he's like, bro, we used to sit down all the time and watch it, and I'm like. Bro, I don't know how to tell you. Like, if there's if there's no UFC on the t- like, if if the guys aren't fighting, and like like even basketball, like I'm a huge NBA fan, but like I'll watch, watch I'll watch like one game or two games, and then I'll watch the highlights. But the UFC, like the fight nights, you want a, the contender series, you want a pay per view, like I will stick to the TV and watch that like religiously, you know. I mean, I am the exact. I mean, I've I've fallen asleep during a couple of UFCs. Like some fights, dude. Like I just could. Like I was sitting down like this at the fifth round. I was dozing off, you know. But still, I committed to watching the fight because I feel like it's such an entertaining sport. And do you realize, like during this pandemic, like the commitment the UFC had to keeping it on, to like let it like it was the first one that was mm-hmm. like, no, we're gonna keep going. Like yeah, we're oh we're gonna call these Abu Dhabi princes and be like, hey. We're gonna rent an island and we're gonna do, we're gonna do fight island. You know, like look how like just the concept behind it. You know how extravagant it is. Like these guys rented an island. They put a training center inside. They put a cage and they brought the baddest motherfuckers to that place. And they're like, hey, you guys are gonna fight here. We're gonna film it. We're gonna do pay per view and we're gonna give the people something to to look forward to instead of having this routine of like, and especially where we're from, bro. You can't leave the house at it. Like, do you realize, bro? The guy's literally telling us like you you cannot leave your house at eight o'clock. Like I don't I, I'm not whatever your views are get about COVID, whatever, like I respect your views to each his own when it comes to opinions, obviously. But you're how are you Just spit it out, spit it out, spit it out. So bro, you're telling me that after eight 
like uh, when you give us the confinement, people are just like, like that's it. Like you're obliged to stay in your house because the government said that you have to stay in your house. And then you're like, okay, show me research that says that after eight, people are more prone to get COVID. And none of that is brought to the TV, except the fact that if you sneeze, you automatically have COVID now. We don't, il yeah. a plus de grippe au Québec. No, no, yeah, like, no, like this thing disappeared this year. It's like, psh, just COVID, you know? And again, like, I'm not saying anything about la maladie en tant que tel. What I'm saying is like, you just, I feel like, I feel for our mental health, like the young people in the society, like, I feel like older people, like, they have, they've lived life, you know what I mean? Like, souvent le monde, like, usually older people, they're more tend to be like sedentaire, like, they don't want to move around, yeah. they're happy with their routine, they, they, they do their nine to five, they come home, they have their show, they have this, like, anyways, they're home by five with the kids, but now, like, the kids don't go to school. So not only are you a parent, not only, but you're a teacher now. You know what I mean? Like you weren't a teacher a year ago. A year you were ago, just yeah. a parent. Yeah. Now, now you're a teacher. And uh, I feel like that's just, it's just a lot on a lot of, on like on people. You know what I mean? It's just like heavy, bro. It's, we can't train we can't go sweat it out. We can't go to the gym. You no. can't go. No, I mean, but, but you said it, you said it right though. You said like that, uh, uh, the younger people, especially that are going through this now, it must be hard. Like, how how old is your brother? Sixteen, bro. Sixteen. Okay, so my brother's fifteen. One of my brothers is fifteen. I and mean, he's going imagine, crazy, bro. Imagine when we were with the freedom that we had when we were in between fifteen to twenty. Sorry. How much freedom we had. That is. And now you see our brothers now who are like they're trapped, dude. They're trapped. Bro, like my brother, you know, he plays hockey. He's very competitive. I feel like it's. I feel like it's like a genetically. Like me and my brother, we're really like you, you know me. Like I'm competitive, bro. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I know. Bro, like I tore my shoulder and I'm like, nah, I'm just. Uh, I know. Like, I just, fucking, you know, fucking crazy, dude. You determined. But like he, he's, bro, he's competitive, and like he played hockey and he started late hockey and he was a late bloomer in the sport. But where he's at now, he's put in so much work. Like this guy during the pandemic, this kid built a fucking ice rink in the backyard, bro. And he skates every fucking day just to stay sane, bro. Yeah. Like, this is not normal that, that my 16-year-old brother who goes to a park with his friends has the cops come and harass them at, like, 4.35, telling them, like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, first of all, you wanna t- you're you a 30-year-old man. You want to talk to a 16-year-old kid. You're going to come and impose dominance on them, bro? This is how, this how you're going to introduce yourself? Not only can they not play outside hockey not only are you telling them you can't see your friends not only are you telling him by eight o'clock anyways he's 16 like he wasn't running around on the streets at 12 but like telling him that like remember when we were 15 if you took if you told me that i wasn't allowed to do something a hundred percent sure i was doing it to a thousand a hundred percent sure and as like you tell me you can't uh, throw this ball at this window for boop through the ball at the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 100%. So now you're, tell- now you're telling me I can't play hockey with my friends? All I think about is the fact that I want to play hockey with my friends. Yeah. And now I'm, I can't do it and I can't, and now you, like, it's just super hard on the mental, I feel like. And then school at home, you don't oh. get to talk to your friends. Like, bro, even 16-year-old, like, like, you know, you want to talk to girls, you want to talk to boys, you want to have, like, no, you, you know wanna, what I mean? You want to social, like, I mean, that's where we develop most of our social that's like, exactly that's what like, i was trying to get like, to sec, sec, secondary four secondary five like these two years were like for me anyways they were the Crucial. best years of school dude because it was so fun and 100%. then they're on their ass in their room not listening to the teacher dude who the fuck would at 16 bro if we don't listen in class what do you think they do not in class bro and then they'll shove pills down their throat and be like hey take all this concerta you're gonna be fine, bro. Just take just take this concerta down your throat, and you're gonna be fi- you're gonna be fine, bro. Just keep chugging concertas all the way through university, and yeah. you're gonna become the greatest doctor of all time. Uh, fuck, man, it's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. Like all the outlets, I don't even have to look at statistics to know. Like I didn't even look at st- like I don't have to look at statistics to know that suicide rate is up. You know why, bro? 
you know why bro i don't have to look at statistics because i just feel it like in myself like i just literally feel it right here i'm like bro like there's something like there's something we're not we're not happy yeah no no bro we can't go like dude we can't rent a chalet with friends yeah you can't go skiing you can't go skiing with your family like you can't go skiing with your cousins and aunts and you can't go visit your grandma my grandma's living in a in a you can't go visit her oh that's it's sad man and and what's even more sad i find is that even myself sometimes i'm i'm i like become victim of it because i i I fear it sometimes because i see it so much like i see it everywhere and and it's just even when you go like you go to the mall and then you just look at everyone you you take a look at everyone you know like don't go to the mall just to, to do your to do your errands like literally look at the people and the fear in everyone's eyes and the masks, like all the, co- dude, it's just, it's such so a, it's when, when I put myself too much in that mindset, dude, I get fucking scared. I get scared that I'll never have what we had ever again. Bro, bro like when you walk around so with scary. the mask, have you realized now, uh, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't go to the mall for like, I went to the mall once with like my girl, but I didn't go to the mall like often and stuff like that because mm-hmm. Because bro, like I don't know if you realize, but like now, like everybody's anxious. Yeah. And like everybody's on their nerves. Everybody's like walking around with their mask and they feel like they can they're looking at everybody in the eyes. Uh-huh. And like you walk around, like people are just stressed. Somebody coughs, everybody's like <gasps> Yeah, yeah, right away, like, right away. You, Including myself, you, dude. I'm victim of it, bro. I do the same and, shit. Like I don't even realize somebody coughs. I just look at him like, "What, dude?" Somebody Why? used to cough. I used to walk around and be like, "I didn't even." This wouldn't register in my brain. Like people, somebody would cough. It wouldn't register in my brain. This guy coughs. Now somebody coughs. I feel like everybody. Triggered. Oh my god! You know, it's like we've changed as a society, bro. Like, in I don't know year, how. In one year. And people like, even when the gyms were open, like, like just people were so like confrontational like you know what i mean like what stay like everybody's like i don't know how to explain this it feels like everybody's in a negative energy zone Mm. you know like everybody's like tensed everybody's like like ah they're scared of something and it's like it's like bro like you're killing yourself before this covid this before this covid thing ever like the chances of you getting covid are very minimal I feel that I like I don't want to jinx myself, knock on wood, fuck it. But I, I really feel that too. I mean, I I know a few people that caught it. And like I know that it's real because the few people that caught it, like there's some that was really bad where they were sent to the hospital and shit. But like I don't feel why don't you Not stress the same way about cancer, bro? Why don't you stress exactly. the same way about a exactly. heart attack? Why don't you stress yeah. the same way about like Well, I have my fair share with heart attack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have my fair share with that one. I no, mean, but you know what I mean, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Like, don't, people don't walk around and like as soon as somebody like goes to for a sneeze, they're like, oh, he's having a heart attack. No, they're like they don't give a. F-, you know what I mean? I know. Like, it's, it's crazy. Not, it's crazy. Yeah, I like, mean, it's like last year I wouldn't give a fuck. Like last year, last year, if 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 people were getting sick last year, like I I usually get sick once a year, fucking like in bed for a week, fucking sweating, losing weight. Matthew, you know, we did jujitsu. I know exactly. We used to roll. I would have people, people would sweat cough from... in my mouth, bro. People bro, would so cough I would... in my mouth. He, I would be, I would be in, like in the gi, and you could see saliva coming out of his mouth, spitting oh, onto in, my. In me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. wait, like you think, I wouldn't get choked. I. Yeah, yeah. And like a bunch, like. Yeah. And you're talking to a guy who's like, like, I used to love. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bro, I love like I love the the primal aspect of jujitsu. You know what I mean? How like it's disgusting. It's like you gotta like it's fight out, the and then there's the other, and then there's the other aspect where it's like a chess. It's like you gotta calculate this, 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 yeah. this. But the mixture of both just gives it like a super primal. You know what I mean? Like we didn't give a fuck if this guy sneezed. Yeah, you would no. sneeze, bro. Like you would sneeze on, <laughs> and then you would be like, and then he'd go, he'd wash his hands. And you're like, but well, why are you washing your hands? You just sneezed on your gi. Like you, you just <laughs> doesn't matter. Completely, completely useless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like nowadays, like people are just super paranoid. But then again, let's just keep it out there. To each his own. As long as you don't, 
affect me in a negative way and I'm not affecting you in a negative way to each his own. Like, go live your life, do whatever you got to do, but do not come and tell me how to live my life, bro. No. Don't come and tell me, like, bro, if we're seven guys and us seven guys agree that we want to do jiu-jitsu between ourselves, like, leave us the fuck alone, bro. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're putting people at risk. You're doing this. You're doing that. Like, bro, how do you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe my parents or maybe my grandparents or maybe, I don't know, like maybe all my family doesn't give a fuck about COVID. How the fuck, like, how do you know? Maybe my family is, is crazy, bro. Maybe mm-hmm. they're crazy and they don't care about, like, how, just leave people alone. Like, mind your own business. Walk life, mind your own business. Take care of your own stuff. Make sure your family's good. Make sure you're happy. Why you gotta come, why you gotta come into my life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why you gotta come and, and like, tell me, like, like, okay, you can't train. Okay, you can't go to the gym. Okay, you can't leave the house after eight. Why isn't it like you shouldn't train? You shouldn't go to the gym. You shouldn't leave your house at eight. But if you want to, go do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. I agree and if with you that. don't and if you don't want to, bro, if you're scared for your health, if you feel paranoid, everything is in place for you right now. We're wearing masks, we're keeping two meter distance, we're doing everything you want to do. We'll like I'm not saying to take that off. I'm just saying, bro, let the people who want to train go train. We want to train, bro. We're not, we didn't do anything illegal. We're not criminals. We're, we're not indicted by the, by the law. Like, we don't have... Why do we have a curfew? Like, what did I do to deserve this? I've paid my taxes every year. I've been, a, I've been a good citizen. I haven't hurt the society, bro. I've tried to help the society more than, you, more than hurt it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm an angel guardian sent from above and I've been p- putting good energy on quebec bro you know that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like as a normal human being bro like i haven't done anything to merit the fact that you can take my happiness away like why and why is uh, so many people speaking out yet nothing is happening he just releases like everything is going to go orange zone except montreal why bro what what like what did we do to you you know what i mean like what's wrong you know, like these are, and nobody asks these questions. They ask, they ask him, like, they ask him about what, what are the death rates? Oh, there's 7,882 people that died this week. You're like, really, bro? Seven, 7,000 deaths. Like, they all died. Like, obviously, not this week, but you know what yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. 7,000 people died. You're like, oh, okay, bro. Seven, uh, seven people, 7,000 people died. All of them from COVID? Like, really? Like, okay, yeah, okay, perfect. All of them died from COVID. So since the beginning till now, 7,000, 5,000 X number of people have died from COVID. Okay, I understand. Can we, do we have access to this information? Or are you just saying, like, you're just sitting down in front of a TV and you're like, Alors, euh, les cas sont rendus très élevés et on est rendu à 5,000 cas. And then you see the majority of the population that watches this TV. It's not us. No. It's not yeah. me and you. No, no, I don't want to. It's like our parents, you know what I mean? And the people of that age area where they sit down in the morning, they're having their coffee and they're watching the news. And then he, il implant, like he implants like these ideas of like people get scared and more scared and more scared. And you're like, oh. and, and it's just like, at the end of the day, when you ask like those people that watch this show, they're like, you're like, so he said there's 5,000 deaths. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you, did you research? Did you, did you do anything? Yeah. To- you know what I mean? Like, did you did you check it out? Did you? No. Oh, okay. But then you have the right to implement that on me. Like, now it's not a question about opinion. Now it's a question of, oh, this is a fact. Like, you have to believe this. You have to. Like, you don't have a choice. Go set it on TV. I'm like, okay, but the other guy said there's no grip in, the, in, in Canada, in Quebec. Like, I, I can't believe, like, I'm not, this is my right. If I believed that my God was a red horse, nobody would come and tell me you're not allowed to believe that. People can believe whatever the fuck they want when it comes to religion. You can believe that this mouse right here is your god. You can pray every morning to this mouse. You're like, this is my... And nobody would say shit to you. But when it comes to COVID, you have to think like them. You have to believe that. You, you're like, bro, why? Yeah. Yeah, and it's also weird that, like, here, for example, it's very... It still seems to be very fragile. Or even in the rest of the provinces in Canada, it seems to be a bit less, like, fragile. And people are starting to get to like the fact we're like fuck it we just have to live our lives and, and it's slowly building back to that way i feel like in every other province and now we even see in the u.s i mean texas no more masks what do you think of that 
dude, I shared it on my story when I first saw it. I, it was like, not just normal, normal masks, like, uh, like all like restrictions lifted, like they're training, you know, and on the GRE, like you had, like, uh, he was uh, speaking with another MMA fighter, Kevin Holland, and they were, sp- they're both like in Texas and they were speaking, like, dude, like everything is like he goes to jujitsu, he goes to hot yoga. He goes to the grocery store. He goes to the restaurant with his family. Like, all these things seem so far away from to us. You know what I mean? Just us. Just us in Montreal. Like, Crazy. they seem, you're like, but the fact that we envy that he's allowed to train is absolutely ridiculous, bro. We, we are envying the fact that this guy is allowed to train. Like, how, like, People used to envy like a seven garage house on the lake in the fucking in the, with that like an 18 foot ceiling and like yeah butlers and you're walking around with a Versace robe and you take <laughs> it off and you go on jujitsu mats and you wrestle. Like that's like that's what I used to envy, you know, like just like riches and just doing jujitsu all the, now. I just I envy the fact that I, I can walk around without having half my face covered. Like, yeah. if I could go somewhere and they would tell me, bro, like, you can walk around and look, see people's face. Like, <laughs> that's what I want. Like, that's what I want now. I just want to be able to go somewhere where I don't have to wear a mask. I want to be able to go somewhere where I can go to the restaurant with my girlfriend. I want to be able to go to, like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say I want to go train. I want to I go see my friends. Me and my friends want to gather up, bro, get some beers, watch the UFC, bro. Like, no, uh, like I, I know that these are the types of things that I also... I also but wish these for things is what keep us. They keep us mentally sane. Yeah, yeah. You know, really you're a big advocate on mental health, bro. You know how it is. Like we've had conversations when it comes to mental health, bro. Like we're both like, uh, bro. Uh, we're not perfect. You know, oh. like I'm not perfect, bro. I've I've messed up a lot, bro. I've fucked up a lot of times, bro. Like in my life, bro, a lot. You know, and like uh, again, it doesn't mean that's who I am as a person. It just means like, boy, I fucked up before. But what made me come back to from my mistakes, learn from my mistakes was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Because in Jiu-Jitsu, you can't lie to yourself. No, no. you. Sh- that's the sport where you really cannot lie. Yeah, to yeah. Zero. you can't lie to yourself. You, you play basketball, bro, you can you can lie to yourself, honestly. Like, I, you can lie to yourself. Like, bro, I made you a pass. You could have like, no, nah, no, nah, but like that. in Jiu-Jitsu, like, uh, yo, you could have missed, you missed the shot. It's on you, like. No, no, no. In jiu-jitsu, like it's on you, bro. There's mm-hmm. nothing else on nobody else. Like, I'm not saying competition. I'm saying training because in competition, there's a referee, referee's decision. Yeah, this, that, I mean, that. just just rolling. But training, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that that's exactly like rolling is a is a great. Uh, it gives you a great picture of who you are as a person. You it know does. what I mean? And then when you when you have like wake up calls like that, on let's say I train jiu-jitsu twice a day, I had two wake up calls every day. My ego was this small, bro. Like, this small. You know what I mean? Honestly, I did have an ego because I... But the reason why I was getting better is because I was conscious of the fact that I need to get rid of my ego. And just the fact of me being conscious of that made me a better person in general in life. You know what I mean? I would listen more. I would be more attentive. I would I would take in, I would take in information instead of listening to argue. I used to listen to give my opinion. I used to listen and be like, yo, I just, I just can't wait to say this. And now, like, I try. Like, I'm not saying I do it all the time, but I just try to listen, period. Mm-hmm. You know? And that came from jujitsu, bro. That came from being humble. Like, that came from being tapped by fucking 150-pound people, bro. That came from seeing a guy and thinking, like, bro, if I deadlift four plates, I can... There's no way this guy can fucking do anything to me. And then he rips your knee apart. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like... Mm-hmm. There's levels to this shit, you know what I mean? Like, there, these guys have been putting in a lot more work than I have, bro. And th- that is humbling, bro. That's like, because I want to get good, bro. I love this sport, you know what I mean? Like, everything I do now is for this, bro. I fucking fast for this. I train for this. I, I read books to get my mind better for this. I do everything for that. And now you take it away from me. I don't have a goal. I don't have a purpose. I don't have, you know what I mean? I, I've set new goals because that's how who I am as a person. But still, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to compete. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get good. I'm trying to. 
I want to eventually maybe open up a school. I want to like I want jiu-jitsu to be part of my life. And then you're you're telling me that where I'm from, where I grew up, where I live, everything that I love, people know me here. People know that I do jujitsu, like my community, and you take it away from me in this community and where I'm from. It's saddening, bro. It's sad, it's hard, it's heavy, you know. Yeah. And me, imagine for like gym owners, right? Imagine Gigi, bro, Glenn, bro, like uh uh, fucking at Mizu, bro. We, bro, you, Mizu was like an open doors to everybody, bro. They were so nice. Like, like Val and his wife, but they were like, they would every Wednesday open mat to everybody, bro. Everybody in the world could come to the Wednesday open mat if you had a good attitude. Like, these people have done nothing but good for the community. And then you and you take it out. You go and you, you're like, nah, you guys can't. But like, yo, we'll sell alcohol. If, y'all, if you guys want to get lit, we'll sell you alcohol, bro. You want to get you want to get baked, bro? Go ahead, bro. Get fucking and bro, like me, bro. Like you, like I'm not judging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, bro. I'm definitely not judging. I'm just saying, like yo, you want to get baked? Go over here. You want to get drunk? Go over here. You wanna you wanna get groceries? Go over there. You want to shop? You want to go to the mall? There's 750 people inside. Go ahead, walk around, bro. The maximum plate, the maximum people you have in a fucking jujitsu mat is like 20, and like. 30. 30 is like, oh shit, what the fuck are we going to do, you know? Yeah. There's like a thousand people at Jaffo Laval right now, bro. Yeah. Me and, you are, me and you are talking right now. There's We could go take our phones, film. There's a thousand people at Jaffo yeah, Laval. For right sure. Now. For sure. When, when you put it that way, I mean, it, it, it's, it seems like as if it really doesn't make sense. And and I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't really have an opinion on, on how our government is doing because like, I just like... I'm like, sometimes I'm different. Sometimes I could think like, maybe it's better, but other times I'm like, fuck all of this shit. You know, like, I just want to invite you and a few friends go in my garage and roll. But bro. you know what I mean? It's like, but we, it's so weird that, um, bro, we that, have to be illegal to train. I know. You realize that? It's crazy. We're breaking. Keep going with, We're breaking. Keep going with, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's crazy how things a year ago. Uh, and, and that's what I, that's what I hate about is that, I start I because I I started jujitsu a long time ago. Then I stopped when I went to Europe, and then I came back, bro. And I started jujitsu like one week before the first okay. lockdown came in. So and then I was super motivated. So I didn't like I did maybe two weeks of sessions at at Eric's place, and then everything fucking shuts down. But I'm still motivated to work out. So then I got really motivated. I got fucking super in shape. Last year. I don't know if you remember, like last fucking. Of course, yeah, of course, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I surprised you myself. And your, you and your brother. You remember? Yeah. You and your brother were like yeah. on this big journey, running, uh, like doing all this cardio stuff. Getting crazy, yeah. crazy. But I mean, and then after we got to train a bit uh, legally during the summer, like fuck for what, like one month, a month and a half. Barely legal. Back, right, yeah. right. Like uh, taking away again. And now it sucks, man, because my in my mind last February, I was like, now I'm in jiu-jitsu again. And I'm I, I felt ready. I felt like I'm gonna do this forever. And and it'll be one of my priorities. Now that this shit hitting, it's it, it's just like it's so demoralizing, dude. It's exactly. so demoralizing. And and the sport of jiu-jitsu, I feel like you need to constantly roll and constantly be in on the mats in order to like engrave it in your brain what do you think we, bro like we're fiends yeah like me and me and my friend don't boy like we we spoke like he has his own podcast and everything and we like i didn't speak on his podcast but i spoke to him and he literally gave me in like in a in a, in a weird uh, perspective that's that's pretty true about jiu-jitsu it's like hey like you're addicted to jiu-jitsu like i'm addicted to jiu-jitsu like i'll break the law to do jiu-jitsu like I'll risk getting a fine to do jujitsu. I'm literally a fiend. I just not not to drugs, but to jujitsu. Like I am addicted to this. You know what I mean? Like we'll we'll do anything and whatever we can to be able to train, but to be able to roll, bro. You know what I mean? And like that in itself is a great. It's like a great point to bring up. It's like it's like all these guys that are addicted to jujitsu. They have an addictive personality. And it went to such a positive thing, such a positive thing. Like, bro, like jujitsu weeds out ego. It weeds out bad guys. Not a lot of guys who train like four, five, six, seven, eight, ten years are bad pieces. Are pieces of shit, you know? Especially not at TriStar. Like, bro, like I'm not telling. I'm not saying like, bro, Faraz loves me and he interacts with me every day and me and him talk, like he talks yeah, to yeah. me all the time. But he has spoken to me and. 
he had like I've sat down after classes and listened to him talk, you know, maybe not as, as not enough, like maybe not as much as other people, but I have. And and like there's no way that when you sit down after a class with such a, like a, a smart person, somebody who's been through so much, who's went to the UFC, who's been through losses and wins, who's like his ego is like. It's not even it's not even a question of ego with him. It's a question of respect. It's like the, the respect level that he demands is the same level of respect that he exuberates. Like there's no reason for you to disrespect him. He's such an honorable human being. And to have that in front of you every day, it's like, bro, how could you not get better as a human? You know what I mean? How could you not become a less piece of shit of a human being if you are when you get there? Like this guy is literally, this guy is sitting in front of you and giving you, telling you stories about George St. Pierre in 2007 and they're going this, that, and this, yeah. this. You're like, and you just feel like a good, and then you get out of there, you just sweat it out, you take a shower, you're with the boys, you boof, fist bump, you're leaving out of there. Everybody's, what do you want to do? You want to grab a bite? Let's go grab a bite, this, that. Like, uh-huh. there's no way to be a bad human being when you're, you go back home to your, girlfriend but you're in shape you're fit you're like you feel good like you have a lot of energy you can fuck you can do whatever the fuck you want you know what i mean i'm serious yeah, but like yeah. you're, you're like you feel like like a man bro you know what i mean like, 100 like, not just like a man like even for women like it's not even it's not even good to feel to say like a man like even for women like you just feel like it's empowered it's, yeah you you feel like you you actually have a purpose you know you feel and like you want to help others like uh, let's say your yeah. mom is complaining about something and you, like sometimes your mom's complaining about something you're like bro like what the f-? like what the fuck and then when you train your mom complains about something you you sit there you listen you're like all right my bad mom like i got you no problem yeah like yeah you're right or shit like that or same goes to any kind of relationship you have you're, you're at work and uh, an employee is not doing something right and you have to go give him shit about it there's two ways to go you can go and be like you what the fuck that doesn't work anymore like you can't go aggressively towards it we're not 1940 and like jujitsu, it just it's it just makes you want to approach people in such a nice way. You're like, hey, bro, like just listen, because you don't have any energy left to be mean. You just rolled for two and a half hours, bro. You sweated everything. Like, you don't yeah. have the energy to fight somebody. You don't have the energy to. You just have the energy to defend yourself. If somebody attacks you and puts your life in danger, then yes, you have to. Obviously, you have to defend yourself. But any negative interactions are like weeded out. You know what I mean? You're just trying to stay positive because. That's true. I mean, it's it's. Bro, I take ice baths. I sit in ice because of jujitsu. Oh, I don't get thing. sick because of jujitsu. Yeah. Because I like jujitsu. Maybe like I read something online that if you take cold showers, it's good for your inflammation. Now I take every single. You know, like every. You know me, bro. Every single day, <laughs> I take cold showers, bro. There's no way I don't take a cold shower. Well, I do that to to stay healthy so I can train more. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything I do is for jujitsu, bro. Yeah, Literally. I mean that's and it shows. I mean that's that's something that I I I, I could full honestly can't really relate to that. I mean you and we talked. About but you can't though. But you no, can't. I can't. I can't. But me, I have like for me personally, I have I have like for example this podcast where like this podcast is like my new baby now. I try to yeah. do everything that I can to make it sound good and be good and and get guests on every week while I'm in school. I mean, because there's a whole school fucking situation. I mean, I, I have like many different things and that's something that I need to work on on myself and try to fucking put all my eggs into one thing. But speaking to someone like you, who all of your, all of your fucking coins are in, in jujitsu now, that's it. Like they all in. All and in. like, and like the thing is, it's like, I work obviously with my family. We have a mm-hmm. business that we, and I do, but like, then again, like my parents know I've had this conversation with them and they know like I just had sh- shoulder surgery like uh in uh in November mm-hmm. and uh bro like my shoulder has been fucked for like four years like bro I've been training jiu-jitsu for like five and a half years and in total I've been out maybe like two years two and a half years in total just because of like my shoulders always popping out and in and throughout all that like I think my parents saw the dedication that I had to the sport and in the beginning, like it was like you're, you're gonna run the business, you're gonna like you're gonna take, you're gonna follow the lead because this is what we have to do. Da, 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 da. And I wasn't happy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I quit school, I came back to school, I quit school, I came back to school, I did this, like I did, I was just lost, right? Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I think like when everybody in the family realized, like yo, like this guy really likes, like he really loves this, and every time he's dedicated to this, he doesn't fuck around, he doesn't 
do stupid shit. He doesn't lose his, his concentration, his train of thought, because he has a goal. He wants to compete. He wants to get better. He wants to teach. I want to give privates. Like, this is what I want to do in life. Bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, I have to be realistic. Like, I also want a family. You know what I mean? I also want to have a, a, a good life. I don't want to be struggling. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be running around after a check. And then usually the train of thought is like, yo, if, if you want to make it in jujitsu, you have to be like, you have to go and, and, and like, you have to like come from somewhere from nothing or even in MMA, you know what I mean? They're like, yo, you got to come yeah. from nothing and then come from the streets. And like, when you, when as you long come as you have grind, the same drive, I mean, you could be the richest bro. man in the world. You just bro, need to I'm, drive. That's it. Like me, I'm just motivated. I don't, I don't, I'm not motivated to be the best jujitsu fighter of all time. I'm motivated to be the best jujitsu fighter I can be, bro. I'm motivated to be like the best. I want to be like a sick dad. You know what I mean? Like I want my son and me to be like, like, you know what I mean? Like I want to have like a sick relationship with my son. I want to like, like my dream would be to like coach him, have a jujitsu team, have like a kid's, like, you know what I mean? A kid's program. I would like to be, to be owner of the land where my jiu-jitsu gym is so I can also have commercial real estate because I'm into real estate also. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm thinking bigger. I'm thinking like, I want to be able to have a life. I want to be able to have jujitsu part of my life. And I want to, and I believe like that will make me happy. And if I am happy, I will only produce happiness bro i will be happy with my wife my wife will be happy i will be happy with my kid my kid will be happy i'll be happy with my parents my grandparents the grandparents of my kids and will have a good yeah. i don't want to go to a job that i don't want to do i don't want to fucking wake up in the morning and like oh my fucking god yeah. like, wait, uh, good morning babe give her a kiss go brush my teeth like nah bro like nah nah bro like you bro like i'll put a bullet through my fucking brain bro. like i'll literally like uh, no way I don't do something I appreciate and I'm motivated to do bro because I just won't do it. Yeah. I mean and but, honestly I have the exact same mentality although now it's it's shifted from I still train every day like I need to train every day in order to remain at least my energy levels to a, a same yeah yeah level. Yeah. But uh it's like this podcast thing. I mean that's what I tell you I study in journalism do I want to be a journalist? If you ask me do you want to be a journalist? No. Like, cause me when I when I hear journalists, I hear TV. Uh, no, no, dude, I'm not fucking doing that shit. I don't want to do that shit. At worst, I'll write behind the scenes or something like that. Journalism is broad, brother. You know what I, I know mean? Like, you could go to so much different things, and that, that's why. And I enjoy. It. That's the that's the main thing. I mean, I studied one year in business, and I had the chance to continue and and do a get a bachelor's in that. But dude, it was the most boring shit. I've there ever done in my life. You you read a book, you have to fucking uh, memorize the book, do an exam, and forget everything. And even if the you book. remember the things, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, I mean, if, if that's not what you want to do in life, bro, it really doesn't matter. No, if that's not what you want to do in life, it doesn't matter, bro. Like it matters in the fact that you're gaining knowledge. Okay, I like I'll I'll, I'll take that opinion. And yes, you're right. I am gaining knowledge, hundred percent. But. What if I gain knowledge in something I was motivated to gain knowledge in? Like, imagine the exponential, like, let's say the opportunity cost of time. Like you, I put in an hour to learn about business and I don't like business. And I put an hour to learn about communication and I love communication. Which hour would you think is more, rent- like, which hour do you think would be more productive? I'm pretty sure it's the one about communication. Yeah, it wouldn't be- yeah so at the end of the day, like, I think something that's very crucial is that you have to know yourself. Know yourself 100%. Know exactly who you are as a human being. And then I think once you know that, like, because, like, when I realized who I was as a person, that's when I realized all my fuck-ups. That's when I realized, like, ah, bro, like, all these, like, all this, like, waste of energy on useless shit, all this waste of, like, mind space for useless shit, all this, like, you have a limited amount of fucks that you can give about stuff, you know what I mean? And like me, I gave a fuck about a lot of stuff. And once I was training jujitsu, like you remember when I went to New York and had a training camp and I did the no, like I did Nogi Toronto, Nogi and everything, bro. Like I had no space in my brain for anything else than like jujitsu, training and going to eat. Me, Malik and Yanis, bro, we would go every day in the morning train at like seven, sleep on the mats, train again at like 12, 11 till, till two. Go to go walk around New York from two to ten, sleep, 
the next day, do the same shit over and over again, like for two weeks. Yeah, and then he competed. He competed at the Nogi Pan Ams, which was crazy. Like, what an experience. We were there, like, all the sick fighters, like, everybody. Like, you know how small-knit community jiu-jitsu is? Like, you yeah. see everybody. Like, you'd see it. It's the only sport where you can fucking meet your LeBron James. It's the only sport where you can meet LeBron James in, bro. Like, you can't go meet LeBron James. You can't no. go train with LeBron James. You can't go fucking do anything with LeBron James. <laughs> Nothing, bro. You can't even t- get a taste of, of, like, an eye glimpse of LeBron James, bro. Right? What do you want? You want to meet Keenan? Go drive to the school right now, bro. Yeah, that's true. Should I go to California, book a flight, book, take an Airbnb to, next to the school. You'll see him every day, but you get to roll with him every day. Who do you like? Gordon Ryan, bro? Take a trip down to fucking Hansel Gracie, pay the fucking uh, tuition, go inside. You're going to see him every day, bro. Every day you're going to see him. And if you stick around long enough, he's going to call you, tell you, come, I'm going to fuck you up now. Like, you won't say that, but, no, but you I, know what I mean. Yeah, you read between the lines, that's what it means. The only sport, the only that's sport true. that you can. That, that, who that do you like, JT Torres, bro? Who do you like? Give me names, bro. You, who do you like? You can literally Fuck, drive amazing. to school, sit down there, learn from him. It's been a, it. it's been, it's been a while since I haven't like watched just jujitsu tournaments. Yeah. I used to do that. Like last year, I was fucking all in, man. I would watch videos fucking every day. But and, you know what I mean about the fact that you yeah, yeah, I know. Elite. Like, but everyone's so easygoing, and and they just want to roll. I mean, you know, and it, that that's the type of community that it is where. You can go in almost any any gym, any martial arts gym. There's no, I don't think, unless unless the the guy's a douche, which is very rare that there's douches that own fucking MMA gyms. Except Anyways. like karate schools. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the retail karate. Yeah, yeah. The Zumba, yeah. but no, yeah. but for real, uh, none of the cardio like, box, cardio uh, kickboxing. <laughs> but but everyone <clears throat> would be accepting with open arms right away. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's. I think it should be. I, I think it should be like that for everything that has to do with fitness. I think yeah. it should be like that for a gym. I think it should be like that for yoga. I think it should be like that for Zumba. I think it should be like that for fucking. Uh, what's it called? The other fucking spinning. I think it should be <laughs> like that for any. I think any place you walk to, that has to do with health and fitness and and being better as a human being, should be the most, like, uh, receiving friendly place in the world. And if it's not, it should go out of business. Honestly. That's true. Because, I mean, bro, like, because, bro, there's uh, nothing more intimidating than walking into somewhere. Like, let's say you, bro, you walk into a jiu-jitsu school, you suck. Bro, you suck. Like, first time you walk in, you're trash, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. you're so bad. Like, you're so bad at this sport. It's ridiculous. Now, imagine having douchebags at the same time. Oh my god, bro! Like you know how scary that is. No, you know I how didn't. scary it is to walk into somewhere knowing everybody can fuck you up, and they're all pieces of shit, and they all want to hurt you, and they all want to prove that they're better. And they, what are you? Are you crazy? Yeah, no, no, and I never had that experience. I mean, ever, when I would ever, first start, dude, you just, ever, like everyone, and even if you do seem like trash and you just fucking can't stand like three seconds in a row, dude, like the the guy won't fucking um like blab in your face about it, you know. Or, or like he won't, bro. I've never been to a jujitsu school where like somebody sucks rolls with somebody good, and the good guy fucks him up for seven minutes. Yeah, straight. exactly. Yeah. Like you gotta let the guy move. Yeah. You gotta let it. You gotta teach him. You gotta move with him. And they you do. Gotta, like, like everyone does, man. I mean. And everyone does yeah. because it's such a, again, it's such a like uh, douchebag weeding out system. Like, yeah, exactly. If you, have an if, ego, if you have an ego, if you have an ego, if you have an ego in the gym, dude, peace out. Yeah, peace out. You're you're done. You're done. No. You can have an ego out, like bro, like you're walking, bro. You're walking with your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. walks up and's like, yo, fuck your mom. Fuck you, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna 100%, fuck, 100%. I'll fuck Like I'll fuck you, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck yeah, your yeah. mom. You know what I mean? You're walking with. <laughs> You're walking with uh, your son. Somebody like messes up with your your kid. Like, obviously, have an ego like to the fact to protect your family and stuff like that, right? But inside the gym, when everybody's trying to get better, like I'm trying to get better, bro. Like I come here not to win, which is something I don't realize a lot of the times, bro. That's why I messed up my shoulders. I would try to win in training, mm-hmm. like bro, like I would go so fucking hard all the fucking time and I would come out of there like and then I would go to a competition right and then I'd lose like fucking I'd lose my first match like I'd lose my division and then I'd win the absolute and like I'd be like why did I lose my like 
what happened when I lost my division? And then I think about it, like, bro, I just couldn't get single leg X, which is every time I go to training, I just do that. I just do this move and I go to this. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But then after I realized, like, bro, if I just put myself in bad positions all the time in training, which is what the Danaher death struggles, which which is what the best people do, I'll just feel comfortable everywhere. I'll just feel like, let's say I put myself in, in the guy has my back and he has a hook in and I train like that seven times a day, five days a week. I train with a guy, he has one hook on my back and he has seatbelt. If it happens in competition, I'm not going to be like, what the, what the fuck is happening? I'm going to be like, oh, bro, this is Monday to, Monday to Friday. We do this every single fucking day, bro. Uh, the guy's on mount. If I'm never mounted in training, uh, in, <laughs> in the competition, I'm going to stress. But if I'm mounted every day in training, I'm just going to be like, oh, bro, yeah, two hands on the knee, turn to my side, push, dig under, go for deep half. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's just a question about putting yourself in bad positions, you know, to get better in jiu-jitsu. And I feel like when you put yourself in bad positions to get better at jiu-jitsu, it kills, it inevitably kills your ego because you're going to tap. People have you yeah. start on your, people start on your back. They're going to choke you. You're going to get out a couple of times, but they're going to choke you. And repetitively tapping 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 or tapping you just realize bro i'm just tapping like this means nothing bro no i mean yeah and, and i understand when people start jujitsu they they feel it's a bit more like uh but i don't know I, i'm so tired of tapping you know yeah. uh but uh, for me it's my favorite thing to do so <laughs> uh, that's why i think i think that's why like you fit well with like you know like andrew eric all these guys over there like if yeah man, i miss it i miss it so much dude i, I miss just like, even even if i only had maybe a total of two months and a half total this last cares, year of going there dude i miss that like just group and just going there and i i just remember every time i would finish a session i would feel so much better because because like you said going back to like mental health a bit uh and you can relate to me a bit on that where like I'm just generally such an anxious person yeah. and I fucking uh, paranoid. I mean, with the thing yeah. that happened with Europe, it just, it, 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 it really exposed me. And that's where I kind of learned more who I am. And, yeah. But I know I have to understand that I have to live with that. I don't know for the rest of my life, but at least for now I have to live with it. And every time I would go to jujitsu, man, when it would be done, when I'd be finished the session, so much relief it's the, the most biggest relief. most best antidepressant but uh anyways man dude we we went over an hour so i try to <laughs> i try to keep these things under an hour but it's just it's impossible when i talk to people i, I rambled so much bro yeah but, exactly bro. but it was good man yo do you like before we end this do you do you have anything uh going on like uh, any uh yeah bro, bro? like uh yeah I'm, um on instagram jado underscore bjj um if you're looking to get private training in if you're looking to have like uh to get better at jiu-jitsu i'm not saying i'm the best teacher i'm just saying i have something to offer um i'm looking to get more private clients i want to practice my teaching i want to be able to like uh, introduce jiu-jitsu to as many people as I can. And uh, if ever you're interested, just hit me up. I'm a very chill guy. I have You can ask anybody who knows me and uh, we can get it started, bro. Jado underscore BJJ on Instagram. That's pretty much it, man. I appreciate you. Cool. Thank you so much for letting me have my first podcast, bro. This is, uh, <laughs> this was really fun. And especially that like me and you are pretty close. So like we could go no filter and everything. It was really nice, bro. Yeah, it was awesome, man. And uh, you're definitely welcome to come on whenever. Dude, it's always yeah. nice to talk to you. And, My man. Uh, and yeah, man. So go follow him on Instagram. If you want, if you want to start jiu-jitsu, he's the perfect fucking person to whoop your ass in the best fashion. <laughs> but teach you how. He'll yeah, tell yeah. you all the tricks. So Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, tell you thanks. everything. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. So there you have it, the conversation with Jad. Once again, Jad, thank you so much for coming on uh, the Hit or Miss podcast. You're always welcome to come, like every other guest that I have. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, as I said in our um, last part of the conversation, go follow Jad um, on Instagram, Jad O underscore BJJ. And, uh, and yeah, man. So once again, thank you so much. I think I'll, I'll end it off here. I just want to do a couple more thank you notes on my first ever podcast. So the people at Graveur Precision, thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast and um, and being a part of the team. And also thank you to uh, Jay Fernandez, Rocco Lorette, and their manager, Chris, the manager for the uh, epic new podcast anthem for the next few episodes. Um, so their links will also be down below. For all the listeners that are listening, thank you so much. I mean, I'll say it at every ending of the podcast. This is a dream to me. And uh, I love doing this. 
And uh, yeah, man, so next week it will be a, a slightly different type of topic. I'll be getting a pharmacy, a pharmacist, not a pharmacy. Can't speak to a pharmacy, but you could speak to a pharmacist. And uh, yeah, so I'll have a pharmacist on and, and we'll kind of talk about vaccines and, and stuff. Like, I'm afraid of taking this vaccine. I don't know. I'm just, I'm dumb with this. I have no idea what to what to think of it. I, I have no idea. I don't have like a, a firm opinion on it. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. And um, th- if you guys are listening all the way to the end, thank you. And if ever you guys have any questions that you would ask a pharmacist specifically related toward COVID-19 or, or other topics like mental health, physical health, anything, um, let me know. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. And um, I will see you guys next Monday. I'm like, ooh, ah, I'm in the mood. Shawty, I'm fucking with you. I'm like, ooh, ah, different kind of cute. Tell her that she could come too. I'm like, ooh, ah, bet on myself. Ain't no way that I can lose. I'm like, ooh, ah, don't need no help. I don't got nothing to prove. I'm like, ooh, ah, I'm in the mood. Shawty, I'm fucking with you.